Dad Podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life, whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hey Dad Podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. I am Reese Maxwell. And I am David Maxwell. And he is my dad. And we're going to go ahead and jump in with the question of the day. So here it is. Which meal is your favorite of the day? Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Man, why do you have to ask me that? Because we love food. We are foodies. I know. It's, it's, (laughs) for me, it's one of those that it's, Depending on what time of day it is, I have a favorite meal. When mm. it's almost lunch, lunch is my favorite meal. Yeah. Um, but I would say, hmm, I guess the hardest meal for me to miss, I think, would be breakfast. Mm. I do it sometimes um, for whatever reasons, but I just like breakfast. I like having, even if it's something small. Mm-hmm. Like doing the uh, oatmeal pumpkin thing overnight yep. that we've been doing. Yep. Um, that's become like one of my favorites. Yeah. And I kind of look forward to it. Mm-hmm. And so it's not huge. It's not a lot. But I just like having that breakfast. Yeah. So I would probably say breakfast. Yeah. Which I will share that recipe on our Instagram page. Yeah. So if you want to find it, go there. Check it's it out. It's fabulous. I mean, it's pretty good. And it's an overnight oat, so it's not super high maintenance. Yes. And in the morning, it's ready. Yeah. And I started doing a Tupperware thing where I put the top on it Uh, so I don't have to cover it. And in the morning, it's perfect. Yeah. Ready to go. That makes sense. And it's just so low maintenance. I don't know about you, but when I'm in the morning, I just am not moving as quick. My brain's not moving as quick. And so that's not the time where I want to do a ton of cooking. No, you don't. Which, along those lines, my favorite meal of the day has got to be dinner. Mm-hmm. I, what I tell people sometimes is my level of bouginess and what I want for my meal goes yeah. up as the day goes on. Mm, that's a good point. Because each morning, like I can pretty much eat the same couple breakfasts yeah. my entire life. I, I just don't care. I'm, I'm not awake enough to care. Yeah. But uh, lunches, I usually have a kind of lunch that we make at the beginning of the week and have every day that week. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that at all. That's fine for me. Now, dinners. Yeah. Dinners, I want to be different each day or like every other day to where you do the leftovers like that. Yeah. Because I don't know, dinners, it's just, I want to go to bed not feeling hungry. Mm-hmm. That's the meal That's I miss point. the most whenever I skip it because, yeah. man. Just going to bed hungry is just sad. (laughs) And especially like at the end of a long day, when you Mm -hmm. just get to sit down and eat a good meal and know you got nothing left on the agenda for the rest of the day. That's true. There's just something about it that's great. Mm Because like with lunch, like you get to enjoy it. But afterwards, you're about about to hit the grind again. Yeah. You can't eat too heavy or you'll be sleeping all afternoon. Oh, man. Like that 1 to 2 p.m. sleepiness that you get after a meal is rough. Yeah. Yeah, if you eat, especially if you eat a heavy lunch, like all these people who go out and eat lunches out, right. you know, man, that can slam your afternoon if you eat too heavy. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Okay, so we are currently in the theme about having a healthy body image. Uh, that's what people voted for on Instagram when we did that poll. And so we've been going for it. Uh, we've kind of discussed how the key to a healthy body image is one, making sure that your body itself is not the core of your identity. Mm -hmm. Because if so, 
you're either going to be super obsessed with it or you're going to hate it. You know, it's yeah. just not going to be fun. And then two, uh, having healthy habits is kind of the cornerstone to having a healthy body image because you know you're doing the right things to get healthy, yeah. even if yeah. you're not where you want to be. So now, today, we're going to be talking about, I guess the best way to put it is expectations. Mm, that's you good. Know, yeah, we, live, we live in a world where what we see on TV is usually kind of unattainable. Yeah. You know, like we're like, oh, I want to look like this person who's got a six pack and is super mm-hmm. buff. You know, that's what guys want. Or, yeah. or girls like, oh, I want a flat stomach like this girl or, you know, something like that. And so we live in a culture like that. And so we're going to talk a little bit about how to get past that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would ask you, Dad, what's what are some good ways to, I don't know, get rid of some of the myths that lead to us having unhealthy expectations? Yeah, I think you you want to be careful, like all the people out there mm-hmm. who, you know, either online or whatever, you've got to understand that that may be their job. Mm. You know, like people who are workout people, that's all they do. Um, and and it's, it's hard to compete with that. You have a life. Right. So I think our expectations, like you said, have to be a little more realistic, mm-hmm. you know, to get down to the percentage body fat you have to, to get a six or an eight pack. That's a lot of work. Now, some people do it, Mm -hmm. but you also want to be healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, anyone can lose weight. You know, if you starve yourself, you can lose weight. Right. But that's not a healthy thing to do. Right. And so we want to be careful that we're being influenced by, you know, people who have a totally different life than us mm-hmm. or have the capability to do this, that, or that, or just put a filter on or use Photoshop. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I saw a video recently of uh, someone who was pointing out all the Photoshop fails of people who uh-huh. like distorted their body, distorted their uh, face, all mm-hmm. these things, but they forgot to change the background or they forgot to do something. Ooh. And people called them out online yeah. for it. And I think we have to be careful that we're not falling into that trap uh, doing that. Now, one of the areas I think is is big, of course, is with movies and Hollywood. And if you ever really look at how they get in shape for these parts, I mean, there's plenty of videos you can go watch on YouTube about that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's they're, number one, they're getting paid to do it. Mm-hmm. And number two, they have a personal trainer. They have a chef. You know, they have all these people who are working to get them like that. Mm-hmm. I saw a thing for the guy who did. Remember that movie, the Tarzan movie? Um, it was the, yeah. the real life Tarzan movie. They talked about how they wanted him to look. Yeah. And it was a couple of days before the first shoot. And they were acting out of scenes just to get camera angles and lighting. Yeah. And the director went to the trainer and said, OK, I, he's not looking like I wanted him to look. And the trainer told him, hold on, he's got to lose his water weight. Mm-hmm. So he, he did this thing where basically he was dehydrating himself mm-hmm. to get rid of the water weight so he could have that ripped cut look mm-hmm. that the director wanted. Well, that's not healthy and that's mm-hmm. not normal. And I think we have to be careful that we're trying to hold ourselves to some image that's just not realistic. You're totally right. In fact, I, th- I heard the same thing about Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, you know, famous for playing Wolverine and having some of these different parts where he's like very in shape, even for his age, because yeah. he's older now. 
But, I mean, he commonly dehydrates himself for two or three days mm-hmm. before doing that. And dehydrating yourself for three days can kill you, yeah. you know? So when you look on a screen and you see this guy that's just absolutely shredded, yeah. or for a girl, you know, you see this girl that's just very thin or very slender or has just the perfect proportions, mm-hmm. sometimes it can set an expectation of, oh, that's what normal supposed to be. Yeah. And it's for sure not. I mean, I remember uh, in an interview of Jason Momoa, he said they asked him about his workouts Mm -hmm. and he was like, oh, I don't work out unless I'm getting paid. Yeah. Jason Momoa doesn't look like Jason Momoa. Yeah. Unless he's getting paid to. Mm -hmm. Right. So when we when we live in a world where we're surrounded and inundated with these images, I mean, you and I watch anime a lot. Everybody's got a six pack of anime. Free and like old people. Yep. Like grandpas. Grandpa's ripped. Six pack and they're just absolutely like punching through buildings though. You know, like that's a drawing. Come on. Like you can't be like, oh, I want to look like that. Yeah. Because that's just kind of it's kind of silly. Yeah. So I would ask you, how do in a world where we're surrounded by this, we start to have some realistic standards? Mm Because I'm not saying, and, and I don't want people to think I'm saying that. Where, oh, just settle. Yeah. Just be unhealthy because you can never be those people. Mm-hmm. That's not it at all. It's in fact the opposite. It's beginning to have good, healthy standards to yeah. where you actually are setting yourself up for success instead of for just disappointment no matter what. So how do we do that? Yeah, I think for each person, what you have to do is kind of look, well, you start looking at yourself. Mm. What is your body type? Mm-hmm. What What is healthy for you? Yeah. Some people are taller, slender. Some people are bigger, just more naturally. Um, some people have a, a build that is a more slender build, and some people have a build that's a bigger build. Mm-hmm. That's just the way you're made. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to, at some point, say, okay, what's realistic for me? Right. You know, if I try and be this person or that person, mm-hmm. it's not going to work. I need to figure out what's realistic for me. Um, because if you're basing what you want to look like on someone who has mm-hmm. a completely different body proportion, the way they're, mm-hmm. you know, made everything, that's going to be hard. Yeah. And, and what you're going to do is you're going to do things that a lot of times are unhealthy yep. and are hard on your body to try and get a look that maybe you really don't need to get. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it, it does. I think... I think it's common and easy to do is to measure yourself by comparing yourself to someone who just literally doesn't even look anything like you. Yeah. I mean, even in high school, girls would compare themselves to other girls and be like, oh, she's so skinny and so pretty. It's like, well, she is built differently and has a metabolism to where she can eat whatever she wants and looks like that anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas you're not built like that. So don't don't measure yourself like that, you know, or. Like I think of, I think I gave this illustration before, but it's just true. So I'm going to say it again. If I measure my standard for male health as the rock, yeah, I will eternally be disappointed. <laughs> Not only because that man has a completely different build than me, yeah, because like he's got he's got arms that are probably the size of my torso, yeah, almost. Yeah, he's six foot two. He used to be a professional wrestler. He is now an actor who's getting paid to look the way he does. He like if you look on YouTube what that man eats, it's insane. He eats yeah. like six thousand calories a day mm-hmm. just to sustain the muscles that he has. Yeah. It's crazy. 
Uh, but he also is just built differently from me. And I mean, there's two questions I got to ask myself. One, is that the build God gave me? Mm -hmm. Which the answer would be no. But even if it was, am I willing to give that much to look like that? Yeah. Because that's the other factor I think we sometimes forget about. Like, let's say you pick somebody you can end up looking like. Yeah. Is it worth putting in what they put in? Yeah. It like, because these people that you see on YouTube or whatever that are health influencers that are exercising and eating correctly and that's their job eight hours a day. I mean, is that, are you willing to put eight hours a day to look like that? Mm -hmm. If you are, okay. But I have to ask, is that really a healthy, balanced life for you? Pro probably not. Yeah, it's like when one of the first triathlons I did, I actually rode in a car with a guy who was a professional triathlete. He got paid to do triathlons. And it kind of showed me a little bit of that world because this was a, a half Ironman. It was a long one. Mm -hmm. And my first one, I'd never done one before. This was just another weekend to him. Mm. He did one of these about every weekend. So, I mean, that's that was his life yeah. to do that. So so for me, it was kind of that I can't imagine doing that. I don't want to imagine doing no. that. And I think that's what we have to do is say, okay, what is uh, realistic for me? What what does a healthy me look like? Mm -hmm. What is healthy? Because, you know, if you look throughout history, health standards have changed. True. You know, people used to want to be bigger. Uh, you know, if you look throughout history, pictures of, you know, beauty, was very different from our pictures of beauty now. Right. Um, and so what we want to do is find out, okay, what is realistic? It doesn't mean you settle. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean you don't do something. But you gotta you got to pick that wisely based upon your life, yeah. how busy you are. You know, if you're married and got a couple kids, you're not going to go spend three hours in the gym. Yep. You're just, I mean, you can if you ignore your family. Mm -hmm. And that's not really the right way to do it. So you have to find that balance in between of yeah. the way to handle both. And that's where it goes back to what we talked about the first week. If you're coming from a perspective of my value is not found in this, mm -hmm. well, then you begin to see not only the benefits of being looking a certain way, but the cost of it too. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I, I like for me, for example, I recently stopped doing CrossFit. Um, I'm about to be doing like classic planet fitness you know yeah. workout plans because you know over this past year i've enjoyed a lot of elements about crossfit it's great you know you have the community you really get pushed past your limits it's been it's really cool mm -hmm. but it is expensive and i've gotten injured this past couple, this past year more than i had my entire life beforehand yeah. you know i just there was a lot of times where like my knees would hurt or you know whatever it was really hard on my joints and for me Personally, I have decided that for me, health looks like being able to function and thrive well in my physical body long term. Mm -hmm. So I would rather be 80% healthy and uninjured than 99% super healthy, incredible freak athlete yeah, and have my joints having to be constantly fixed, mm -hmm. right? And that's me. Some people, they really just want to be as fit as possible 24-7. Yeah. And that's cool. But I had to get to a place where I was like, well, my fitness isn't my value in mm -hmm. order to be able to make a decision like that. Yeah. And I think for us, what we want to do is figure out, you know, 
What is, what is healthy? What is the best version of me? And then how can I make progress toward that? Mm-hmm. You know, because what we want to do is is do progress. We mm-hmm. want to not say, okay, I have to look like that by next week. Mm-hmm. You know, that's impossible unless, you know, uh, you go have surgery. Mm-hmm. And even then, it usually doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff you can do that's short term but they're not the best long-term and you don't last. Like people mm-hmm. go on crash diets, they lose a bunch of weight, but you know, a year later they're back up to their weight. Yep. Why? Because they didn't change. And a lot of times when we choose progress, we're making those little incremental changes every day that will lead to a long-term success, a long-term goal. It may not be your ideal. It may not be what you want, but you know, it's better than what you were. Mm-hmm. And that that's the key. Yeah. And the truth is, even your ideal is probably not your ideal because mm-hmm. you're not thinking about something. We were just talking about this at dinner recently, and we were talking about how a lot of times, like nothing just ruins your plans like reality. Yeah. You know, because yeah. sometimes even you don't know what you want. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you're like, I, I do, I want to get the six pack, or I do, yeah. I want to have a super flat stomach. And you start grinding and going for it. And eventually you realize, okay, I've been doing this for two months. I'm really close, but I also hate my life. Yeah. So. I don't think it's worth it anymore. Yeah. I'm going to have my little my little comfort round of yeah. fat and just embrace life and actually be happy. You yeah. know? And that's yeah. okay. Uh it, it's about learning yourself almost. As yeah. you're kind of on that journey. And being okay with making those decisions of mm-hmm. okay, you know, like like if you're a female and say, okay, I'm a size 14. But maybe I'd like to be a size 12 mm-hmm. or a 10. You get to a size 10, you're like, okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good at that. Why, why would I want to go down to a six or a four, mm-hmm. you know, or a zero, which I don't understand the zero size. I don't understand women's sizes at all. But, you know, <laughs> it, it's a weird world. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, okay, is that pressure coming from me? Yep. Or is it from the outside? Right. Where do I want to be? Why do I want to be there? You're right. And... Like you said, we have to have the long-term game in mind mm-hmm. in order to not fall into that trap. Yeah, uh, I've heard Kyle Newport call it a slow productivity. Slow productivity is when you're thinking in terms of years and yeah. not in terms of days and weeks. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we take fitness only in terms of days and weeks. Yeah, it's not. You know, it, it is like you want to be healthy next year. You don't just want to be a lot healthier in a week from now and then yo-yo back and forth for the next year. I would rather you lose weight slowly or build your strength slowly Mm -hmm. or, you know, fill in the blank slowly and be healthy a year from now and have made a lot of progress a year from now. than go super hard for three weeks and get burnt out. Yeah. Get burnt out, get injured. And then decide, oh, I can't do this anymore. Yep. And that's the danger of a lot of the fad stuff or the stuff that you can do for a while. But you have to think, am I going to do this the rest of my life? Yep. Is this something that I'm going to continue the rest of my life? You know, if I do some kind of shake program where I'm doing a shake replacement for a meal, mm-hmm. are you planning to do that forever? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you going to do when you stop doing the shake thing? Are you going to, right. what are you going to replace it with? Right. And that's where we have to figure those things out ourselves. And the way the reason you do it slowly is because you get stronger. Right. You get maybe a little bit more self-discipline or you get mm-hmm. a little bit more of this or a little bit mm-hmm. more of that. And that makes for long term success. 
It really does. So I guess what we're trying to say is there are two kinds of expectations you need to watch out for. Mm-hmm. One, the expectation of where you want to actually go. Don't use it based on comparison or what the culture tells you because yeah. they just give dumb standards. They, do. they just do. And I mean, even the standard for beauty for a female, for example, has changed a lot since the year 2000. Oh, yeah. 2000, it was skinnier the better. Super skinny. Yep. Ultra yep. skinny. Well, now it's like, well, you got to be skinny, but you definitely want to have weight in the right parts. You yeah, know, like yeah. now it's a more it's husky true. thing. Yep. Even that's changed. And it's only been 20 years. Mm-hmm. So like we have to keep that in mind that the standards change. So let's not base everything off that. Yeah. Let's not make our expectations all off of that. And then the second thing is not to expect everything to change overnight. Mm-hmm. Take your time. One good practical tip we're going to give you guys before moving on is try taking a picture of yourself in front of a mirror just with your shirt off you can put it on lock on your phone i did that when i did this so nobody could ever see it um but you take a picture of yourself shirtless just to Mm -hmm. see where you're at yeah and then you take a picture of yourself a few months from now or a year from now and you look at the difference Mm -hmm. that's that's the kind of transformation that you're going for yeah not a 30-day totally change your body transformation because if you do it over the process of a year You build the habits that'll keep it there for the next year. That's it. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the questions of the day. Uh, Here's the first one. And I guess it's from the past couple weeks. It's, It's this. What would your first health habit be to start out with? Um, I think, gosh, this is a toughie. Because you've got one side and the other. I think start some type of movement. Mm. Um, Whether it's walking, Mm -hmm. riding a bike, um, whatever, treadmill. Just do something. Find something, preferably that you kind of enjoy Mm -hmm. or that maybe pushes you. But find one way to just start getting some movement into your life. I tell people the easiest thing to do is go for a walk. Mm -hmm. And you go for a 20, 30 minute walk, you know, four or five days a week, and you'll just feel better. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the first step, mm-hmm. you know, is just get some movement into your life. Because I think too many people, uh, they, they allow themselves to kind of, well, I can't do anything. I can't do everything. You know, right. I can't go to the gym. I can't do this. I can't do that. But you can go for a walk. Right. You know, wherever you are, you can you can go for a walk. Yeah. And I tell people, put... Put some earphones on, enjoy it, enjoy the scenery, listen to music, podcasts, books, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I think movement is just, you just feel better when you're moving around. Your blood's flowing. It's better for your brain. You're, you're breathing more oxygen. So I would say start with just some type of movement. Don't go hard. You know, mm-hmm. don't go out and run five miles Yeah. when you've never done anything. Right. Start with some walking and go from there. Yeah. I think that's a very good one. And I think you're right because... Movement is a keystone habit. Like the truth is, and I hate to burst anybody's bubble here, you're not going to lose weight by working out. Mm-hmm. Working out doesn't burn enough calories to really help you lose that much weight. Yeah. It'll, it'll supplement, but it's really going to be about 20%. Mm-hmm. You know, eating and sleeping well is going to be the other 80. Yeah. Um, but it is a keystone habit to where for some reason the human brain, whenever we're moving, we're like, I don't want to ruin my hard work. And so we just naturally yeah. eat better. Um, just to be different, I suppose, to give a different piece of advice, uh, I, I'll just recommend uh, cleaning up your nutrition because it does 
make the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. It really does. You can never out-exercise your nutrition. No, you can't. Um, so my personal recommendation is start doing two things. One, have breakfast already ready, something that's healthy. Um, for me, I do oatmeal or recently I've been doing uh, egg on a piece of toast, mm-hmm. you know, cooking that, something that you like. Uh, and then just start bringing your lunch to work or school. If you start bringing your lunch, there's just a tendency to only eat what you brought. And so if you bring a realistic amount, that's what you're going to eat. And that right there, those little habits will make it to where your nutrition gets a, a lot better. Yeah, that's good. Um, okay, question number two. Is there a certain food you would recommend staying away from? Yeah, for me, and it's not that you never have to do this, but, um, you know, drinking a bunch of Cokes, yeah, any any type of, you know, carbonated <laughs> beverage, uh, you know, Cokes, pop, whatever you want to call them, they have a ton of calories, ton of sugar. Yeah. And I'm not saying you never have one. I'm just saying that it doesn't need to be your daily intake, you know, mm-hmm. special occasions, weekend, something mm-hmm. like that. But if you just replace drinking your Cokes with water, mm-hmm. it will do a, a tremendous amount of lowering that sugar intake. Mm-hmm. And and I really think that's better for us. A lot of us get used to that sugar high, mm-hmm. uh, the caffeine high. Oh, I need that for the caffeine, for the sugar. There's other ways to do that. Yeah. And actually going for a walk actually brings your energy level up. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that's just an easy, simple way. Yeah. You know, and as a guy who, gosh, I, Mountain Dew was my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those things I've done to just where it's it's rare when I do have one. Right. I'll still drink some <clears throat> once in a while, but it's rare. I don't do it as much. Yeah. I would definitely agree with you. I'm going to say a weird one because this is almost a word of caution for people. Mm-hmm. I would recommend you stay f- away from foods that advertise themselves as healthy, diet, um, keto, whatever. Mm. Um, the truth is, I remember, Dad, you told me this back in the day, and this has always stuck with me. We get into trouble when we try and make the food behave instead of us behaving. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong to eat things that are healthy. Like, I'm not saying that. But if something advertises itself as a superfood that you can eat at or drink as much of and it won't have any kind of effect, stay away from it. Yeah. Like like the diet sodas. Man, you're, you're a great person. But if you drink diet sodas, it's not going to fix you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just drink a soda when you really, really want one. And then when you don't, drink water. Or, yeah. you know, there are these certain, like, all-in-one meal replacement shakes or these keto friendly, you know, skim milk cereals that are going to be perfect, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of these things, what they're doing is they're pumping a bunch of artificial sugars and stuff in there so that it can still taste sweet or still be really salty and spicy uh, without having the calories. But even though it is, it's still a bunch of random stuff you're putting in your body and it's not going to fix the base level nutrition changes you need to make. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Final question. If healthy habits change over time, what is a health habit in your life that has undergone a change? I'm, I'm just going to go first because I already said it. Um, I'm moving my exercise style from CrossFit because I was getting injured uh, over to just regular old working out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's a change that happened and is currently happening right now. I'm finding a new lane with that. And that's, that's pretty much it for me. 
Yeah, for me, it's it's a thing that started years ago. I went and did a short sprint triathlon. And that really began a thing of, you know, this is fun. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't do one. I try to do at least one a year. And that just kind of gives me a reason to exercise. And I like that. Yeah. I like having the challenge of it. I like the fact that you don't have to do like a whole, whole Ironman. You can do sprints or lower ones. And for me, it gives me a reason to push me. And, and I've discovered that about myself. If I sign up for a race and pay money for it, I'm going to work out, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't want to waste that money. So it's almost like, you know, <laughs> paying for a gym, but yeah. not going to, you know, I know I'm going to want to do this. Mm-hmm. So it kind of helps me and it pushes me a little bit, but it also doesn't kill me mm-hmm. because I understand where I'm at. I'm not going to win. I don't try to be the fastest. I don't try to, I just try to beat my own personal record. Mm-hmm. But even if I don't, I'm okay with that because I'm still exercising. I'm mm-hmm. still doing something I enjoy. Yeah, that's good. Well, that's all the questions we have for today. Thank you guys so much for joining us on the Hey Dad podcast. If you have any questions, listen to Wayne as he's going to be talking right after this and he'll tell you how to be able to contact us. And uh, you guys have a fantastic day. Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our Instagram page at the Hey Dad Podcast. Join us next week. We'll have a chair waiting for you.